Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, bestie and co-host. Hey, Catherine. Hey, Tracy. (laughs) How are you? I'm well enough. Okay. And you? I'm well as well. Good. Yeah. We're both kind of pulling ourselves up from our bootstraps. Yeah. Going forward, mm-hmm. Catherine's got a new job. What do? And she's been mm-hmm. working like endless every day. Yeah, I'm filling in for somebody. Right. I'm a sub for yeah. the post office. Yeah. And the main carrier is on vacation. And so I am working while she's gone. Yeah. And I'm new, so it takes me a little longer. Right. So. And it's every day. Right. So every and mm. the things you're learning about behind the scenes at the post office, everyone listening to our voices mm-hmm. should have a deeper appreciation for their postal carrier. Absolutely. <laughs> and Absolutely. If- you just see it and you're like, oh, throw it away. <laughs> but boy, if you knew. Yeah. Just before you came over to record, I received a package. Mm-hmm. And my postal carrier, I actually watched her deliver the mail because I live on a corner. Mm-hmm. And she was delivering to the three mailboxes on the corner. Mine is in the middle. So she delivered, you know, the one and then she delivered mine and then another one. And I could see that there were packages that she was able to get into the mailbox for my neighbor. And I'm like, oh, darn, no packages for me because she just threw some stuff in mine and then kept going. Mm-hmm. But she rounded the corner yeah. and went in front of my house. Mm-hmm. And now she stopped in front of my house in that little. Oh, that's my dryer. Yeah. Sorry. Whoops. She stopped in front of my house in front of that little truck, you know? Yes. The little postal truck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, LLV. What's it called? It's called an LLV. What does that stand for? I can't. Uh, left something vehicle. Oh, because on um, the steering wheels on the yeah on the opposite side. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I jumped off the couch and I ran to the door and I unlocked the door and I ran down to to meet her because I know mm-hmm. from you telling me yes that it's a challenge to have to get out. It is because you have to get out so often and you would not believe the time it shaves off of your schedule to get the the job done right and because we deliver the united states post office delivers amazon packages ups packages not to mention packages that are shipped via U- uh, usps anyway right so it's it, it it's quite the thing to get that done and yes it shaves a big chunk of time off so it's not that you know you're lazy you don't want to get right. out of the car or truck rather but it <laughs> it's right a, it's it's a thing well when i went down there to greet her because she was f- fiddling with the uh scanner thing mm-hmm. you know to scan the package mm-hmm. and i i'm now i'm at the llv door and she's like oh you didn't have to come out here to oh, get it she, i'll bet you she was praising <laughs> it's her birthday today too oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. well and i told her i said well you know i'm Catherine's bestie and she goes i know because mm-hmm. we live in a little small community so everybody kind of knows like the streets and stuff anyway and um i said so i know what you are going through yeah. you know a little bit mm-hmm. so i'm gonna make sure that if i see my mail person coming i'm gonna run to meet them i love it when folks do that yeah in fact i especially love it when their car is in the way because (laughs) when the car is in the way of the mailbox folks i'm telling you 
don't do it. That's Wait, the thing. why do you love it if their car is in the way? Because it's a relief because I either have to not now if they have a package I have to deliver it. Okay. But if it's their mail, I don't have to deliver it if the ma- if the car is in the way because it's blocked because what if I got out and got hurt trying to, you know, move get the, the car? No. <laughs> well, that too. Teasing. If I tried to squeeze in and around it, I could bump it. No, I was picturing you getting behind the car and pushing it mm-hmm. out of the way. Right, right. Yeah, that'd be a hoot. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're off today so that you could record our podcast. I know. And everybody keep praying for Catherine because mm-hmm. she's doing a great job out there. Oh, uh, well, I'm doing my best. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Very and, best. And with every new experience that you have, like anything in life, you learn and mm, yeah. you grow and you get better. So. So that's all good. All right. Or you get going. You either get better or you you get get going. going. Yeah. Right. Well, in any way, pray for Catherine. Yeah. All right. Well, today's episode is episode number 74. Oh, gosh. I know. That's a commitment. I can't. It is a commitment. It's a commitment I've stuck with. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And soon we're going to be in the triple digits. I know. Very soon. And then we'll be in those triple digits for quite a while. Unlike if we make it to the triple digits as humans, we're probably not going to be there that long. Cause, I yeah. hope not. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got some takeaways for you. The topic today is weird illnesses. We think that's going to be an eye-opener. It, it is. And um, this topic kind of came off of a discussion that Catherine and I had about medical mysteries mm-hmm. and just the curiosity that we have as human beings as to like what can happen, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. to the human body. Because I have always said that the human body is both beautiful and disgusting at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you will agree with me if you don't already once we go into these little things. So we have three takeaways for you. Number one, you're going to be grateful that you don't have what we're going to describe. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have it, you're going to be so grateful of that. Number two, you're going to have awareness mm-hmm. of some of these wackadoo things that are out there that people are suffering from. And maybe you can pray for them or, you know, think of them or whatever. Yeah. And then finally, we're going to leave you with some spiritual encouragement from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. That's Good. just a little heads up. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. All right, this uh, this comes from an article. I'll put it in the show notes. Do we want to mention our sponsors? Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Our sponsor is, is our Puffin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Muffin and Pooh, which are our husbands, Kenny and Ron. Ron and Kenny. That's the second buzzer on the dryer, I so know. now it's done. You uh, folks at home probably can't hear that, but my dryer buzzed twice. Mm-hmm. And, and it's amplified in our headphones. Right, but hopefully you don't hear it. But if you do hear it, you want to go fold some clothes. That's the thing I hate to do. So (laughs) anyway, all right, well, let's jump in here. This article is from newscientist.com, and it's called The Seven Unsolved Medical Mysteries. Okay, so we're going to go over seven little conditions that one might have. The first one is really weird because it's a water allergy. Have you ever heard of that? Only since you mentioned it when we were preparing, but other than that, no. Right. So this may sound impossible considering that our bodies are about 60% water, but some individuals rare, in in very rare cases, are actually allergic to water. Not drinking it, but having it on, on their, their skin. skin. Yeah. 
Now, does it specify what kind of water, like lake water or pool water? Because that would make a difference in like the pH and the bacteria. Well, it says here that it's usually with washing. So like taking a bath or a shower Mm. is a problem and it causes their skin to erupt in itchy red wells. Gosh. I know. That's amazing. I know. I think a car went by with like one of those big bases. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Another thing they can't hear, but, I know, we, but we heard it hear. and I felt it. I know. I felt the house was moving. Boom, boom. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So the, the name of this condition, it was discovered in 1964 and it's called aquagenic. I can't pronounce this very well, so just bear with me. Urticaria. Oh, good Urticaria. Okay. And... It's still a mystery as to what causes it. They believe that it could be due to a toxic response when water touches the skin or to an extreme sensitivity to ions in the water. But what do you do if that's you? Can you imagine not being able to take a shower? I cannot imagine After spending 10 hours in the LLV? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Right? No. No, that would be odd. And that being said, I, uh, so there's this program on ABC that I think it's on during the summer and it's called Medical Mysteries. Mm -hmm. And I saw an episode in which case the parents of this child, this at first infant, and then he grew to be a toddler, uh, he was just really, really ill. I can't remember all of the symptoms, but it was when, I believe it was when he went into a pool, but they couldn't figure out what um, was causing this really strange, um, whatever his symptoms. symptoms were, because I don't think it was only his skin that was affected. And it, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, it turned out it was, it was water indeed, but um, yeah. yeah, it was way more mysterious than how I'm describing it. Yeah. And, you know, when we say things that are rare or mysterious, yet they are to the general public. Mm -hmm. But if it's affecting you, it's 100% not rare to you, you know? Yeah. So I feel bad for people that have these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next one is, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly either. So again, bear Mm -hmm. with me. Chimeric people. Have you ever heard of that? Chimeric people. Okay. Imagine going for genetic tests along with your children only to find out that you can't possibly be their biological mother. Oh. Right. Despite the fact that they came out of your body and you know it, right? Yeah. Okay. So this isn't strange uh, science fiction. It has actually happened to a few people around the world. In the case, it turned out that the mother was a chimera. She was a mix of two individuals. She was the composite of two non-identical twins that had fused in her mother's womb. So this wow. all happened inside of the womb. Nobody knew, right? Wow. And right. nobody caused it. Mm-hmm. It was an act of God. Yeah. Okay. No one knows how common chimeras are, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing it right. But with the rise of fertility treatments and genetic testing, more chimeras are likely to be created and discovered. Now, my first thought would be if I found out that my child didn't have the same, you know, DNA, blood type, whatever, my first thought would be, oh, they were switched at birth. Same. You know, the other thought is we all are a combination of two people being our our mother and our father. Right. right? But this is something way different. This is literally... 
twins infused into one person in, in the a womb. way in it happens yeah. in the womb in a ha- right how they figured that out is crazy right and now if it was if it was on the dad then you got a bunch of other questions yeah <laughs> but since the child comes out of the mother yeah right right all right Okay, next one. This one you may have heard of. In fact, I think you have. It's called foreign accent syndrome. <laughs> it's not speaking in tongues. No. If you wake up talking with a strong Jamaican accent, despite the fact Irie. that <laughs> despite the fact that you've never even heard a Jamaican accent before, mm-hmm. then the chances are you're suffering from foreign accent syndrome. Wow, that would be so weird that just, would be bizarre it would be because you're not actually speaking the language you're right. just taking on that accent right so i could i could do an english one but no go ahead but it's not a <laughs> go ahead i want to hear it uh let's see <laughs> no For, i can't forget it dead air it's dead air oh a up duck what does that mean in regular I, language like in like an american saying it what's up oh okay what's up whatever all right so on this thing foreign accent syndrome the best known case of this syndrome dates back to 1941 when a norwegian woman was ostracized after she in after she was injured during an air raid and began talking with a strong german accent oh okay so i have problems with this okay first of all norwegian and german accents Mm -hmm. hmm you know I mean, I get it that they're different, right? Mm-hmm. But they're kind of close-ish. Well, we're they're saying sad. that, but, you know, look at the difference between a, an American accent and an English or an Australian and an English. There's a big difference. True. Okay. The other problem I have with it, it's 1941. What was going on over there in 1941? Hmm. The war. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The I, Germans. I didn't know you were actually asking me. Well, and then it says it was during an air raid. Maybe she was a German spy. Ever think of that? Very good point. Mm-hmm. See, I got ideas. Spies. <laughs> okay. It says this syndrome was once regarded as a psychological disorder, but it's now thought to be a neurological one, mm-hmm. which comes about when a stroke or injury damages the part of the brain associated with speech the real mystery is how people talk with an accent they've never been exposed to. Right. Through recently, um, though recently, scientists have come up with a possible explanation. The foreignness of a sufferer's accent might simply be due to the listener struggling to interpret the change in the sufferer's speech patterns. Mm. Are you buying that? I'm not buying this whole thing myself, mm. but that's probably why it's a mystery because it's it can't really be explained. It's a hoax. Well, it can't really be explained. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something that they can go. Oh, yeah, this is how, this why is it's the, here, the and this brain. is how it happens. The yeah. brain is kind of a marvelous it situation. Is. Yeah, but it would be pretty freaky, right? If I woke up and I had a Jamaican accent. <laughs> And I just started talking like that. I don't even know how that would sound. Yeah. <laughs> be so funny. Could you see Ron? We were like, what? Wait. Oh, my gosh. If Kenny all of a sudden started speaking with an accent, I would be like, oh, why don't you speak French accent? <laughs> oh, don't tell him that because he will. He'll start speaking French. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Let's go on. 
Okay, the next one I had never heard of. I don't know if you have. It's called Morgellons disease. Oh, Morgellons disease. Okay. The symptoms, fibrous growing out of itchy lesions. It's a skin disorder Mm -hmm. accompanied by a biting, crawling sensation as if the sufferer is being attacked by a parasite. Ew. Oh, I know. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I didn't (laughs) mean to scream. very loud. I know. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. So listen to this. Thousands of people around the world report these unpleasant symptoms and claim that they're suffering from Morgellons disease. It makes me itch just Uh talking about it. I'm scratching my nose. A physical ailment whose cause is yet unknown. But present these symptoms to most doctors and they'll tell you you're suffering from a well-known psychological disorder called delusional parasitosis. An unshakable belief that sensations of crawling on or under the skin are caused by parasites, despite incontrovertible evidence of the contrary. Okay, that somewhat reminds me of restless leg syndrome. I think that's a mystery. Yeah. I I feel that, you know, I get that creepy, crawly feeling where my legs just want to move for no reason, really. Yeah, but that's not a mystery. They have commercials about that. I said it reminds me of it because, and it's, well, it's a mystery as to what causes it. Well, true. But, but yes, it's not a mystery. You're right. It's more, way more common than thinking that your skin is crawling with parasites. Okay. <laughs> but it does feel well, like it that. Is. No, it doesn't feel like your skin is crawling with parasites. It feels like your skin is crawling. Your legs are crawling, creepy crawling inside. Yes. It feels like you have to move them. Because it's a creepy crawling feeling inside. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I know you don't. Obviously, I could tell. I've told you I'm what sorry. it feels I'm like. Sorry. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry that you have that. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next one is called The Madness of King George. Oh. Hmm. The British King George III suffered major bouts of mental derangement for which he had to be restrained in a straight jacket or tied to a chair. So he was like flipping out. Mm. Yeah. Scientists thought they knew the cause of these ravings, a genetic defect called, how did I pronounce it? Porphyria. Oh, yeah. Porphyria. But in 2005, researchers examining a sample of King George's hair made a surprise discovery High concentrations of arsenic. Oh. Yeah. Somebody was poisoning him, perhaps? Well, he was. I don't know how he might have gotten the arsenic. It says the researchers believe that the medicine given to the king was contaminated with arsenic, making his predisposition to porphyria far worse. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so, the man whose job it is to drink from the <laughs> cup before him yeah. perhaps didn't do his job. Or maybe he went night-night. Yeah. The cup bearer. Yeah, so that's that one. I, I, I kind of think that that is not a thing today, the arsenic um, lack, because they didn't have the testing back then. Obviously, they were, you know, deciding that they would test his hair for whatever reason. Mm. But hopefully people listening are not suffering from arsenic mm-hmm. poisoning. 
All right. The next one is called Putrid Finger. This is disgusting. What is that? It's disgusting. A 1996, not that long ago, really, right? 1996 issue of the medical journal The Lancet carried a distressing case study. A 29-year-old man had pricked his finger on a chicken bone five years previously, leaving him with an infection, which made him smell terrible. Ew. Yeah. All right. The most disabling consequence of the infection was a putrid smell emanating from the affected arm, which could be detected across a large room. You could smell them from across the room. Wow. And when confined to a smaller examination room, it became almost intolerable. Yuck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The cause of the infection couldn't be identified, and it didn't respond to antibiotics, so the paper's authors issued a plea. Quote, we ask assistance from colleagues who may have encountered a similar case or for suggestions to relieve this patient's odor. They, they spell odor O-E-O-U-R. Odor. Oh, is it English? I, An English I don't know. Even if the organism cannot be eradicated. So what happened to this poor man? Does he still smell putrid after all these years? I contacted the dermatologist who treated him to find out. Peter Holt of the University Hospi- Hospital of Wales so yes, we're in England, reported that the patient's infection cleared up spontaneously. What? Yeah. And he no longer smells putrid. Oh, well, good. But the cause remains a mystery. Hmm. Well, they said the cause was the chicken bone Right, but they don't know why it it smelled smelled. so bad and why they couldn't get rid of it. Ugh. That is just disgusting. It is disgusting. All right. We saved the best for last. Mm. It's called Tree Man. Okay. And I know because we talked about it that mm-hmm. you hadn't heard of it. I hadn't heard of it. Likely our listeners have not heard of this medical mystery called Tree Man. And we don't believe it's a hoax. I mean, there's... There's pictures. Well, that doesn't mean anything, but you know, in terms of a hoax. True. Well, okay, let me read it and mm-hmm. people can just decide for themselves. All right, with hands and feet resembling branches. <laughs> what? Hence the name Tree Man. Yeah, your hands and feet resemble branches from a tree. Didi, a man from West Java, Indonesia, appears to be half tree and half man. Gosh. Now imagine seeing that in person. Like you yeah. get up. Okay, so you get up one day. And you stumble out of bed, you know, and you do your duty in the bathroom and such. Mm. And you come out to get your coffee and there's your husband and he mm-hmm. looks, he's got half, well, half branches. Have you ever heard of the elephant man? Yeah. That's kind of similar. I mean, other than it's not a tree, but the elephant man had elephant features, didn't he? Yeah, but that's, that's kind of a known condition and a genetic thing, right? From birth yeah. and such. Oh, is it at birth? I I thought at one point it was not. Well, we'll have to look at that one. But this one, okay, so here's the thing. It says, what is the cause of this deformity? Thankfully for Dee Dee, this mystery may recently have been solved. The culprit appears to be a rare immune deficiency, which allows the human papilloma virus, better, better known as the cause of warts, to rampage out of control. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes is right. Now look at this. I want to, I want to. 
um, put a picture on here and just look at it. So the picture. Describe is, that. Describe that to our viewers. Okay. Our listeners. This man's hands alone look like, well, for one, one of the hand samples looks like coral. Yeah. I mean, I know they call it tree, but it looks like coral. Other pictures look like bark. His hands literally look. Like that one. Yes. Like bark from a tree and protruding from his fingers. The top of his hand looks okay in this picture, but it. Apps. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, it's so bad, bad. Oh, this poor man, and it's painful. Yeah, he says it's it's painful. He wanted to get his hands amputated because of the pain. Right, right. And we we read about a a little girl who was ten years old, and her parents found a surgeon that would work on her, and they did surgery, and they thought they had solved it, but then it all came back, mm-hmm. and it came back like fast and furious and worse than it was before yeah. now imagine the way a tree's branches are they branch out in all directions that's what this looks like you'll have to give them the name of this site tracy so that listeners can look it up yeah i'm gonna put it in the it's show notes it's very hard to to describe until you see it it is hard to describe but let's put it this way if you had this your life would be consumed with it you yeah. you would not be living a normal life. You would not be able to work. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to dress yourself, groom yourself, um, hold things. You, Your thumbs are gone. You're thumbless. You right. know, your fingers are gone. Your hands are gone. Not to mention that the pain wouldn't allow you to either, I, I suspect. Plus, there would be the, um, you know, b- because it's so incredibly rare there would be the aloneness, the loneliness of, you know. Yeah. Okay, now look, this is him after the surgery. Oh. So his hands were under there. Oh, yeah. They got rid of all mm-hmm. the the coral reef looking stuff and all the bark looking stuff, and he's back to having hands. Yeah. Now, the question is, is it going to stay like that, you know? Yeah, because it didn't for that girl. Right. It says here that this man had been living with the disease for more than two decades. Um, the condition is caused by a defect in the immune system, which increases one's susceptibility susceptibility to HPV, other chronic skin conditions, including skin cancer. It's so rare that there have only been a handful of reported cases around the world. It's very complicated. Handful. Oh, very funny, Catherine. Mm. <laughs> Look at you with the puns. <laughs> well... Yeah. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Get back to the get back to the seriousness yeah. of the subject. It says this is a quote from a man who has this condition. I want to live like a normal person. I just want to be able to hold my daughter to give her a hug, which we've been missing since for so long. In 2017, the surgeries had left him in a very good in very good shape, enabling him to eat, bathe, and write using his own hands. So they did fix him in 2017. It doesn't have an update. So I'm hoping that he is better now. Mm, Yeah. But if you don't have that condition, Mm. thank the good Lord. Yes. That you don't. You know, those things are visible, but you just never know what someone is battling. Well, there's that. And, you know, the skin is the largest organ on our whole body. Mm -hmm. So if you have a skin condition, it's everywhere. 
it or could be everywhere. Like if you have eczema or if you have psoriasis, that is debilitating, mm-hmm. you know, or something else. And that's what this particular thing, the tree man thing, is a virus that results in these warts, mm-hmm. you know. So, all right, well, let's look at our scripture yeah, because we have some encouragement that comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse, verse 19. It says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. That's true. So we're bought. Yeah. With a price, a very, very precious price. Mm-hmm. Whew, that was... Um, Oh, it, it, it's mind-blowing to me. It is mind-blowing. What we find out and what we can discover that people are going through. It's also mind-blowing that our bodies will be restored for the for the Christian, anyway, in yeah, heaven. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we have that to look forward to. So that's the hope, friends. Don't mm-hmm. ever give up on that. All right. Well, our, I wrote this down as a call to action since the title of today's episode was Weird, you know, Illnesses. Mm-hmm. I put down on the call to action, please don't be weird. Just don't be weird. <laughs> but yeah. do leave us a review. That was going to be our our call to action from today is just leave us a review for the podcast. It helps us in the podcast world to become found by other people who might enjoy not only this episode, but the other 73 episodes that we've created. Mm-hmm. So if this is the first time that you're joining us and you've enjoyed anything or you've been enlightened by anything, you have 73 other episodes that you can binge. Yeah. All right. Well, um, next topic for next time, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about our hopes and dreams. Yeah. Right. So we're going to get excited mm-hmm. about having hope and having dreams. And we're going to talk about that. Yes. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time.